Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12.11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. She is best known for her role as Ashley Abbott on the CBS daytime drama The Young and the Restless, a role that would garner her worldwide acclaim for eight years running, reaching even into Muslim nations. They also wanted to know, who is this beautiful and captivating blonde on screen and off? And there's more. Her ability as an actress may only be superseded by her ability to sing, and that she did on a worldwide tour with veteran music singer and songwriter Lionel Richie, bringing her own gifts and talents as his opening act with her own single, quote, If You Believe, under the Sony TriStar label she had contracted with. Thousands across the country and around the world were privy to this vivacious and talented blonde seeming to have it all, but not so fast. As a co-contributing author to Pastor Matthew Barnett's The Blessedness of Brokenness, Brenda shares another story, and one we are going to get to today in part one of my two-part exclusive with actress, author, host, singer, and songwriter, her newly released single, I Cry Freedom, as well as founder and co-director of AscendConference.org, an organization being used to change women's lives, save, heal, and set them free. Would you welcome to testimony a great joy indeed, Brenda Epperson Moore. Brenda, welcome to testimony. Thank you so much. What a gorgeous intro and a beautiful voice. Did somebody tape that? Because I need to use that forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rewriting my intro forever. You've just rewritten it for me. That was like, I was sitting here, I'm like, who is she talking about? <laughs> that was so beautiful. Well, Brenda, you are beautiful, and I have plenty of material from which to draw that introduction. It is all true. And I just want to say to our audience, I've had the great pleasure of recently getting to know you just a little bit through mutual friends and events. <laughs> and the main thing, though, for me, Brenda, is that the Holy Spirit kept drawing me to do your story for reasons at that time that I didn't know, but now I do. You've been a guest on CBN, TBN, a host of numerous national TV and radio programs, and have touched upon your backstory in each of those interviews, but in my view, not really. So today, with your permission, we're going to delve into the reasons you are the overcomer you are today, and might I add, a glorious one at that. Brenda, would you take our audience to that place and on that day that we talked to off the record that would forever change your life, yet ultimately save it. Brenda, please tell us your story. Well, thank you so much, Jensen, once again, for having me on your show. It is an honor and a privilege, uh, a thousand percent. So thank you for your heart, and thank you for listening to the voice of God to to be obedient and to do this show, because I know you sacrificed a lot, and it was something that was never on your list. So thank you. Um, 
As a young girl, I um, had a very normal childhood, a mother, father, a great family. Um, and one day, uh, it all came crashing down on me as our family friend's son uh, in the living room of my own home while everybody was out at a barbecue, um, raped me uh, in our living room. And when I was on the 700 Club recently and I was talking about what had happened to me, I was about um, about eight or nine years old, um, I said molested, and I actually didn't realize there was a difference between the two terms, but I was raped, and it was one time, and that's all it took to really rock my world and turn my life upside down and break my heart in half. And not long after that, my father, who was an RCA Victor, country western recording artist went to leave and go to a movie and he got in a car accident in mexico um on the way and so he walked out the door and never came back so it was a double whammy in my life i had grown up um grown up in lutheran uh upbringing and background in church and um i remember seeing this guy named jesus he was pretty cool it looked like he liked kids and he especially liked sheep, and I thought, well, this guy's not bad because I always liked animals, but <laughs> I didn't really know who he was. And after that happened and after being violated in such a way and then my father dying, uh, for the first time in my life, I looked up into heaven and I shook my fist and I said, I hate you, God. I hate you. And I remember at that moment, that was a pivotal moment when a seed and a root was planted in my very soul of bitter and anger and I started to pull away from God even though I didn't have that deep personal relationship um, that covering that was once over me I began to walk away from and it planted a seed of hate that began to harvest in my in my life and and would have ultimately destroyed me but God God saved me now, when we talked off the record and you shared your story with me, and I loved hearing you share your story, you're so vivacious and beautiful in appearance, no one looking at you would ever think that you came from that type of an abusive assault. No one. Right. You said to me, though, and this was something that really struck me, that you completely forgot about it. You didn't tell your mother. You didn't report it. And when you finally did remember what happened to you, it was your sister that brought this to your attention. Can you explain? Yes. You know, it's really interesting how our body and how our mind, and, you know, I'm always encouraging people to live in truth. You know, the Bible says the truth will set us free. And it, in that simplistic verse, there's such truth in that because... So many of us live in denial because we don't want to face what happens. We don't want to stand up. We don't want to um, deal with the pain that is involved with a situation. And that's what happened to me. I remember I felt like God was punishing me. Um, I was a very heavy child um, as a young girl because I became very introverted. Even though I had fun and laughter on my family, but in school I got you know, horrifically teased. Boys would spit on me and push me, and I was always in the principal's office. I had fights with girls in third grade and pulling out hair and just, you know, I was really angry because I was so hurt and devastated and in so much pain. And 
I just kind of went on in life like that. But I never really liked boys or men. And I, my sister one day looked at me when I was, I think, 17 or 18, and she said, okay, something's wrong. I said, what do you mean? We were at a <laughs> restaurant. She goes, something must be wrong because you hate men or boys, the opposite sex. Something must have happened to you. I said, no. So she kept pressing me and pressing me, and then all of a sudden I looked at her, my eyes welled up, and I just started crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. And I said, oh, my gosh. And I told her what had happened, and then she started crying and felt so bad. But she looked at me and she said, you know what, now you've got two choices. Um, you can move on and move, move past it, pray, and let God heal you from it. Or, you know, if you need to go to counseling, you should. Or you can deal with it as an adult and put it where it should go, and that's in the trash, and move on and move past it. And, and God, from that moment on, began to heal my heart because I had to acknowledge and walk in the truth. And I think that's why so many of us stay in bondage is because we're not walking in the truth. It's not the truth about somebody else that sets us free. It's the truth about ourselves about what we're holding on to, about what we're caring, about an anger or a hate or a root of bitterness that then begins to destroy us from the inside out. Amen and amen. I'm reminded of that scripture, Brenda, that states, whom the sun sets free, free. is free indeed. Now, you shared with me that you were saved at age 10. You were raised a yeah. Lutheran, but it was the power of the Holy Spirit and an assembly of God church mm -hmm. and the miracles you saw there at a camp meeting that really opened your eyes to the fact that Jesus was real. He was who he said he was. Mm -hmm. He was able to save, heal, deliver, and set free as you have become. Quick question, backtracking a little bit. Was the perpetrator ever prosecuted? Did you ever no, confront no. him? I was 18, Jen Singh. I mean, this, you, and you have to understand this is eight, nine years later. I don't even, I wouldn't have even known where to find him. Like, we had disconnected from them. This was when we lived in North Hollywood, California. We now, I mean, I lived in Oregon when this happened. I, we had lost touch I'm for eight, ten years, and it was really before the Internet had come up. So, you know, I like I said, I, I made a choice at that at that point, you know, to let it go or to, you know, look, it, I don't begrudge anybody if they need to go back to that assailant, somebody that's assaulted them and, and do do that and, and prosecute them. I think there's a time for that, too, but I didn't feel led to. You know what I mean? It was just, it was over, and it was done. And I moved on, and God healed me and removed that that root and that bitterness and that sadness and anger. And, you know, so many, and condemnation. You know, so many women I pray for, Jenzine, I have to tell you, there is such a condemnation over us as women, and I just, I wish we could just really understand that, you know, Christ said to the woman when she was about being stoned to death, just had a sexual act with a man, you know, and considered just lower than the dirt you walked on. Jesus looked at her, extended her hand, his hand to her and said, your condemners have left. They don't condemn you and neither do I. That's how he looks upon us. But we're the ones, the accuser, Satan's the one who wants us to live in condemnation and think that we couldn't possibly be forgiven for what we've done or what's been done to us or what we've held on to. And that's just a lie. So I didn't feel, I, I just didn't feel convicted in that way. And you know what? 
God says that he will take care of those things for us, that, you know, we don't have to go out and look and hunt down that person always. Now, sometimes we do, but that he will um, take care of those things. So I just left it in his hands, and then I moved on from it. So God bless him, and I, you know, hope he's never has done that to somebody again. Amen and amen, and that's the greater forgiveness in my view. First of all, God does not condemn us. Greater is God than our heart that condemns us, and there is no guilt or condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So bottom line, Brenda, in our remaining moments, you chose to forgive. You chose to press on to the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, and the fruit of that is evident in your life, and we're going to get more into that in our second segment. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to actress, singer, and founder of AscendConference.org, Brenda Epperson Moore. You can learn more about Brenda and get her latest CD release, I Cry Freedom, by going to BrendaEpperson.com, iTunes, or CD Baby and sign up for the Women's Conference October 3rd, 2015 by going to ascendconference.org. You will truly ascend to new heights in Christ. Brenda, thank you for taking the time to share just a little of your story with us on testimony. Powerful, impactful, and proof that Jesus truly does save, heal, deliver, and set free. You are a glorious example of that, and we look forward to hearing much, much more next week. God bless you. God bless you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.